Got it, got it, got it. Hello, mate. You recording? Yep. Thank God for that. Live and direct. Because if you weren't recording, people quite literally couldn't hear it. I know, it's mad that, yeah. isn't it? Mad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mad. I'm recording on tape tracks. Nice. Yeah, I've yeah. got a little dat-to-dat system. Nice little four-track setup. Yeah, reel-to-reel, but with that sort of thing. With the guitar plugged in. Yeah, yeah, just in case. The only way. You never know when you need the strings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> powerful tool, the string. Oh, God, yeah, powerful tool, the guitar in general. Do you know what I mean? Did you know the guitar stemmed from the hammer? Really? Yeah, that's why they called it the axe. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nothing to do yeah. with the shape of the sort of metal ones or anything. Nah. 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 Yeah, Don't yeah. overthink it. No, you're right. No. Just accept and move with it. How you feeling? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Talking of yeah. hearing, how's your ears? Better. Much better, actually. Nice. Yeah. Got them sorted? Yeah, we're good. I can hear everything. Everything sounds a bit glassy, but I quite like it. Oh, because it's sharp now, boy. That's why. Yeah, yeah. It's all, yeah. It's all working. For the listeners out there that are worried, um, Hugo, you had a bit of ear, did you have some ear issues? Yeah, I just had a blocked ear, so I went and got it sorted today. Just one? Yeah, actually. Mm. But they obviously clean them both because you're paying for it, so you might as well, might as well get them both done. Yeah, exactly. So straight off the train, straight into the podcast, you ready, yeah? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, man. Uh, I think I'm going to rustle up one of my famous intros just off the top of my head. What do you reckon? Oh, please do. Yeah, I'd love that. Okay, cool. Today's guest is someone very special. Mm. Someone who's probably most known for her affiliation with the word and food, chicken. Ooh. Someone who's made a living by dating people. I mean, I've even dated her. We actually both have, haven't we? Yeah, double. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because the people that she's dated, they're not just normal people. Nah. They're rap people. Yeah. yeah. People that people like me and you know just simply as rappers. Yeah. Mm. The multi-talented comedy goddess that's not only known for the chicken shop dating, but also writing, presenting, journalizing. What's that? Yeah, it's a term for journalists. Oh. It's the hardest working chicken lady in the game. It's Amelia de Moldenberg. Skurbash, skurbash, churuy. This is nothing more than an intro. Hello. Welcome, Amelia. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. I'm glad to see you guys. I feel like this is, you know, we're going to have a chat. Can't we? We are. <laughs> we are. And uh, that's not something I do that often with with friends. Um, so I'm very excited. Yeah, it's a good excuse. I don't. I feel like I don't sound excited, but I am. No, but that's yeah. just your vibe, isn't it? I know that is. It's just my vibe. It'd be weird if you tried to sound excited. I know, and when I do, people just think it's really disingenuous. So it's just really <laughs> not worth my time to even bother to sound slightly enthusiastic. But there you go. But you are. What a great note to start on. Well, I, f- I feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can feel the energy. Um, how how has the last year been for you, man? Like, obviously, it's been a weird one, and uh, we're all still stuck. Oh wow, what a question! Yeah. The last year. Um, let me just <laughs> boil it down. Uh, just the whole head. year, and I want a month by month blow account. What, do you want a month by month? Yeah. Okay, right. I thought you were gonna be like, uh, <laughs> describe the year in three words. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know what? I've been thinking a lot Good. this year. I feel like I've just been thinking so much. And what my thoughts are, are, um, <laughs> I weirdly, when it was the first lockdown, I kind of enjoyed the first lockdown. And I think looking back now, it makes sense that it was mainly because of the weather. 
and mm. the weather was actually great as soon as lockdown yeah. started and I have a little garden and I've never had a garden before anywhere I've lived and it was genuinely just so nice to be able to sit outside yeah. and eat and just be able to go and even like sunbathe I think I was the most tanned I don't really tan I'm very pale as you know spoiler alert but I <laughs> and so I think I was the most tanned I've ever been um which was Shit. just just great so yeah the first lockdown <laughs> looking back on it was actually fine because now I'm comparing it to January and yeah, January oof. was just hell. Mm. I feel mm. like it was so bad for everyone, just felt the worst ever. Um, yeah. So I think in comparison now, looking back, the first and second lockdowns were fine because I'm comparing it to what we've just had. Yeah, but I wonder if at the time <laughs> you felt like that. You felt, um, I wonder if this, the uh, if you felt it was amazing at the time. I mean, maybe you did because you achieved the tan. Yeah, achieve the tan. Fair, yeah, yeah, exactly. But at the time, because I was living, I'm living with my two friends and my sister, so we we were really lucky in that sense that we had we could do stuff together. We were like planning nice things to do in the yeah. evening, okay, like yeah. just make dinner together and watch a film. <laughs> and we had we had like each other, so that was really yeah. nice. And I think if I was living with my family, or if I was living on my own, or actually even maybe if I was in a relationship and lived just living with my partner. It might have, there might have been more tension or, yeah. well, yeah. you can never predict what would happen, but I was actually really lucky that I was living with my friends. So I yeah. did like it. Um, but again, it's just, it's different. I think my thoughts on it have just changed a lot because of the time, because I'm looking back on it now instead of being actually yeah. in it. Yeah, exactly. It's like going on a holiday that you don't really enjoy that much, but you look back going, that was incredible, actually. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I loved India. Oh, I miss it. Thailand is great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love 90% of it, you're on the toilet. <laughs> oh, yeah. My... yeah, I've never been to India. I'm the same. I loved it, but I did have a, yeah, it definitely was a struggle at the time. That, that's why I related the to it. Delhi belly. Yeah, exactly. Never left you, did it? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's a great start, you know. Um, but yeah. like, um, what about uh, like what about work and stuff like that? Have you been able to like, I guess, uh, convert what you well, do? Well, yeah. So it, the first, when lockdown happened, luckily I'd filmed an episode of Chicken Shop Day yeah. about two weeks before with Chunks and Philly. So I yeah. was so happy that I had that to still edit and put out because my immediate thought when lockdown happened was oh wow I, I'm not going to be able to film um I'm not going to be able to put out any content and everyone wants <laughs> yeah. to see the content um <laughs> how how would I even go about this I'm not someone who usually films stuff on my own I usually require uh like a, a crew to, to make my stuff yeah, yeah a team yeah. so but I was Michael kind of yeah exactly um yeah. so I was kind of happy that I I had that episode and then once that went out then the sort of stress and anxiety like came back yeah. what am I going to mm. put out next which I have anyway all all the time if I don't have something planned in in terms of videos or work I do get quite anxious not knowing yeah. what I is going to be next yeah for sure I think we all have that in like uh, as creatives uh in it it's yeah. like it's like you're always you're always looking to what's next kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. And it's just even if it doesn't end up happening, like I just like the idea of having the plan, having yeah. that stuff yeah. in the diary so you know what you're working towards. Um, because yeah. you can so quickly when you well, personally, when I don't have something planned, I can quickly go to a place in my head which is like, 
you are irrelevant. You're never going to get anything ever again. Um, yeah. This is, you should basically retire because uh, this is the end of your career. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I think so, if you don't have those thoughts, though, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Like, for sure. Yeah. Or you're just too complacent yeah, or, you're, you're, or rich. Exactly. One of them. One of them. <laughs> yeah, it's probably too rich. But I do think mm. there is something to be said about trying to minimize those thoughts because, which is what I've been trying to do because mm. definitely oh, they, they become too overwhelming at times. And then it's just, there's, it, it's unnecessary to think that negatively. Yeah, but for sure. it's been, it's a process to get your head out of that mindset. Yeah. I've got a good one for you. Just pretend you're Kano because like he'll <laughs> go away for like a couple of years, come back, and everything's fine again when he drops out. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. so true. And I, I yeah. think that. It, you get to a but you get to a level where you can just disappear and come back. Yeah, but maybe yeah. actually it's a myth and it's not a level. But maybe to I some think extent. Kano's rich though. I think he's, <laughs> I think he's good. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's worrying about finances. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's on Gorillas albums and all sorts. My favorite bit, my favorite bit, Amelia, is um, uh, just getting the job and knowing it's in the future. That's my favorite part of it. Just like, oh, yeah, not, yeah. not the actual work. Just going, oh, yeah. oh, I'll be fine. So I can relax now. That's like yeah, the best the bit. the work's overrated. Yeah, 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 yeah. The phone call's the best part. Yeah, exactly. And you start assigning where the money's going already. Yeah. I've never thought about that, but it's so true. Mm. <laughs> when you get the email from your agent. Yeah, and you get the sudden rush for your body. Like, everything's fine again. Everything's Sit. fine. <laughs> yeah. It's so yeah. true. Oh, wow. It's so yeah, true. Yeah. Why was I worrying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I am amazing. God. Yeah. I've got another six months. This is great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, this is um, a very useful part of the show um, for when you um, need things to do. It's the recommendation part. So, like, we're, obviously, we've all been at home a lot more than that. Have you got any recommendations for the people, Them? Have you been watching, listening... Reading, even I seen oh. I seen you do, which is sick, by the way. Uh, I seen you've been doing uh, breakdowns of uh, recommendations uh, of recommendations and stuff on your Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been loving doing that. I really I want to carry on doing those because I love like getting the recommendations list, which means I have to have a reason to be looking at all these different types of things and reading and watching stuff. Yeah. And then I love like putting my own into my own words, like why I liked it and why I think other people would. But yeah, I've been watching and reading loads. So I never used to read that much. Um, obviously, no, I can I read, um, yeah. but <laughs> I would never, I wouldn't be like buying books and reading novels yeah. until lockdown when I got into it. And I, my friend was part of this book group, and she was, like, oh, do you want to join? And I was like, okay, fine, why not? And then I've started reading quite a lot. So I've read, I've been trying to read a book a month. And Sick. I've been loving wow. it. It's like game changer. I couldn't, mm. I can't believe I haven't read before because mm. especially with lockdown, you just get into a completely different world yeah. with whole different people, different scenario, different setting. So you, and for me, my brain just switches off and I can just really, it's like mindfulness, I guess. When yeah, I'm reading, yeah, for so. sure. I feel like reading's a good gauge of uh, how anxious you are because like when you try to read and you keep going over like the one line because you're thinking about something else. or you've read like yeah. three pages and you realize you're thinking about something else it's like training like once you read more you, you kind true. of steal your mind a little bit isn't it yeah there's mm. something so good though as well about reading i just feel like you just feel in my bones i just feel good whereas when yeah. i'm on my phone 
scrolling i can just feel like the color drain out of me yeah, i'm going yeah, like yeah, gray yeah. and you just feel like you're being, your soul is being sucked into the phone whereas yeah, like yeah. with the book i feel like this is gonna be so cringe i feel like the book you know is giving it's giving you back something yes nourishing <laughs> your soul amelia come it's on that's what we're all thinking yeah. um and also it means you're better than everyone because you read yes yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You get to start a sentence with, I was reading this book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's interesting you say that, actually, because I was reading about that in this book that I read, because I read. So, yeah. <laughs> My bookshelf. Yeah. Um, which I have. Uh, yeah, the next step is for me to be taking all my Zoom calls in front of my bookshelf. Yeah. Nice. That's, I've sort of. I sort of oh, yeah. Yeah. You've got, yeah, yeah. A, book, you've got a, a bookshelf and a plant. Yeah. It's, yeah. That yeah, is yeah. fantastic. Crown paint. You saw that. So, yeah, yeah so. I was wondering why you got paint in the background. Yeah, De- I've been doing he's, decorating. He's had to take on yeah. a few painting, decorating jobs <laughs> during yeah, lockdown. Yeah. I can do it in a day. Two hundred pound a day. Nice. <laughs> DM me. I've been reading. Um, I read this book called My Year of Rest and Relaxation, which was really good. And it was mm. about it's about this girl who's living in New York um, just before nine eleven, and she decides that she wants to sleep for the whole year. Um, so the whole, yeah, so the the whole book is her on her mission to just, um, basically hibernate for the whole year. Um, but the way that the author gets around it is a lot of it is like, she's lucid dreaming through, uh, because she takes a lot of drugs to get into the state where she can sleep for long periods of time. But it was just really interesting. Um, and it was a really good, like portrait of this woman it quite relates to last year as well yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and the feeling of isolation but yeah. um yeah so i read that and then i've just been i read where the cool dad sing which was like this book that was on the bestseller list for like so many weeks that i thought mm. okay i'll see what this is about now it's being made into a film reese witherspoon's bought the rights from with her production company Sick. Yeah. and now i'm re- reading shuggy bane which won the booker prize yeah i've got that have you got that? Yeah, 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 I've, yeah, yeah. I've just started it, so I'm only a hundred pages in, but I'm really loving it. I haven't started um, it yet. Is it? Is it written in um sort of Glaswegian? Yeah, it's got. What do they call it when it's dialect. It's, yeah, well, I guess yeah. Or whatever. It, it's got. The, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. sounds Glaswegian. Yeah, when you're yeah, 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 yeah. Sick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in my head, which yeah, gets yeah. A, a. I'm still not used to reading it, but the whole book isn't in that language. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, to, I learned that language because I read a book called Young Team, which was all written like that. Oh, and, yeah. I know yeah. there's some books where they have the whole book is yeah. with... It's quite sick, though. It's like you're, uh, you got, you're learning a skill as well as just reading. Yeah, that's my next thing. I want to learn a language. I keep saying that, though, but Glaswegian. I just never do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah Glaswegian. Glaswegian. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll put that on the list. I think if I had a superpower, it would be to, to know every single language in the world. Uh, so you could just be nosy. Yeah, yeah, yes. I think it'd be sick yeah, to yeah. be able to speak every single language and understand it too. Yeah. You would just be able to go anywhere and do whatever you wanted. And be a local immediately. Exactly. But also, <laughs> also, it's good to see what people are saying about you because I speak Czech, but obviously, have you know what I mean? I don't, I've got a completely English accent, so no one even knows. And then like, I'll be on the bus and they might be like Czech or Slovakian people. And this one time, I remember like, them talking about me just saying something I can't remember not even that bad and then I was just like listening the whole time and at the end I went I just said goodbye and check when I got off the bus they're like oh sorry and I was like that's cool and I was like that is sick that's a win that is the best feeling in the world I feel like that is why I would want to learn a language for that specific reason yeah yeah for sure man and then what about um, more normal things like watching stuff 
Oh, yeah, that's this is more normal, more relatable. <laughs> sort of things. Yeah. Um, what have I been watching? Um, well, obviously, like in lockdown, I loved watching I May Destroy You. Yeah, um, that's sick. I thought Joanne that was Kayla. just so brilliant. Um, mm. And I need to re-watch it because I think she's so smart and clever with her writing mm. that I've missed. I think I've definitely missed so many moments and yeah. um, like Easter egg things and things like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I love that. And then right now I'm watching the new Adam Curtis documentary series. Oh my God, oh, it's yeah. mind-blowing. It's sick, It man. is. It is fascinating. But it, that feels like you're reading a book. 100%. 100%. So. <laughs> and do you know what? Like, like being in lockdown has meant that I've watched so much trash TV as well. So this is like a welcome break, man. I'm like, and and I do have that, like you said, like reading a book afterwards. I'm like, God, I feel really intelligent. I'm going to constantly talk to people about this. And I, I was watching the new Adam Curtis thing. And yeah. they're like, <laughs> not, not even saying it by the name, just saying it by the director. Then you look like you really know your shit. Yeah. 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 Who's that? It's so good. Yeah. It's, it's so good. Um, but then I have been hearing from other people, like some people are quite cynical about Adam Curtis documentaries. Really? And and they, I, I think because he's, I think it's quite pretentious to be interested in him. Like, that's what I get right. the feeling. Oh, got you. Okay, of. yeah. So, I get and that so, vibe. Yeah, so I'll act like I don't give a shit a little bit. As well. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah. other people, but then I also think it's pretentious to to hate on him too. Like 100%. I think it's just this whole mm, yeah. but like cir- like circle of of it. Okay, but w- pe- what about this then? What if I enter a conversation and I go, uh, "Oh, I've seen any good documentaries recently?" And they go, uh, "No," and I go, "Oh, I've seen one by Adam Curtis. He's not. I mean, he's not all that, but it's an amazing documentary. But he's a bit of a prick. But I like him. So see you later." That, exactly. That's yeah. perfect. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. just the tone was spot on there. <laughs> yeah. <good. laughs> so I'm watching yes, that. I've got a few more to go, but um, I definitely feel like I'll be so much wiser once I finish that. Yeah, um, sure. Leveling yeah, up. But and then what else? I've just been watching so much stuff. I watched the Katie Price documentary about her and her. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah the one with, with Harvey and me. Is it with Harvey? Like Harvey and me yeah, about yeah, yeah, um, yeah. like him moving schools um mm. and her fight having to find a new school and that was really interesting um yeah because it was like he, he's a charmer harvey he is he's also so, he, exactly he's, he's a smooth he's, guy he is so it was I great like for him. that reason as well um i like but, that he calls her babe all the time <laughs> I, know. <laughs> yeah, sick. I know i watched the britney documentary too um free britney yeah, I saw that. that's on my list yeah, um, that was good that was really good super sad um, yeah, I was such I a big Britney fan. I know nothing about her as well. So mm. Yeah, I, I would love it. to know more about her. I think that was just scratching the surface. Uh, but yeah, I was a huge Britney fan growing up. Yeah, it's very Michael Jackson-y. Yeah, not in the, not in the yeah. she's way. not into kids. Way. I don't. I don't think. I don't. Nah. That was a great nah. documentary series. Find Leaving Neverland. That was a yeah. Yeah. wow. That was dark <laughs> yeah. side that man. Was so Jesus good. Christ, so graphic. Um, oh, mm. I watched Sound of Metal, Riz, Riz Metal. Oh my God. Listen, round of applause for that, man. That's so one of the good. best films I've seen in a while, man. Incredible. Absolutely. So I was in bits, good. man. Yeah. So and sick. the story, like everything about it, it was just perfect. I thought like everything about it. And everyone um, can relate to it because it's like, you know, doing something you love and then having whatever you need for it being taken away. Do you know what I mean? So like, yeah. The uh, spoiler exactly. alert, his then, ears get taken off. No, no spoilers, please. I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah. His ears get chopped off. Good. They don't they don't get chopped off. Nah, I'm joking. I was, I was trying to like so people so yeah, I, yeah. I was ruined. Oh, actually, I didn't yeah. yeah. 
You know they what I mean? They do get chopped off. Yeah. They get bitten it's, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. By a dog. It's all about a dog, the film, so. Nice. Yeah. It's called Metal. I'm just throwing you off the scent, so don't worry about it. Good. Yeah, yeah. No, it was amazing, though, man. I was like, yeah, I was in tears for so much of it, man. It felt quite really? cathartic afterwards. Yeah. I've stopped crying. Um, I've stopped, I've stopped crying in films. Is it sad all the way through? No. Nah. Do you know what it is? It's because I was a drummer back in the day, so I can, it proper hits me, you know? Hits me in my heart. Oh, well, like whiplash. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was a yeah. jazz drummer. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know this about you. Yeah, man. I used to be in a jazz band. Really? Big time. Big. Like, I toured Europe. Did you? Mm. What was your band band's name? No, nah, it wasn't mine. It was a school jazz band. <laughs> and the school but jazz still... band didn't have a name? Oh, uh, yeah. No, they didn't, you know. Probably, oh, I don't know. Missing a trick. Yeah. I used to have to wear a white shirt and a bow. Wow. Stunning. Bow tie, sorry. <laughs> bow tie, not a bow. A bow oh, tie. Right. Not in your hair. I wasn't. I wasn't a present. If you if you were in front of a drum set now, mm. do you think you could pick it up quite easily? Oh god, I throw it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah it does sure, throw it man. Down. I uh, I do feel like when I obviously I'm just in a flat in London, but you know, touch wood, when I buy a massive mansion in the countryside, I'll I'll get a drum kit again. Why was that never part of corrupt? What drums? Because you know what it is. It could be this... out of character for grinders. I know drums. it's out of character, but it could have been <laughs> an offshoot. So... Somehow he just walks past the drum kit and he's like, Let's give this a go. Now, you know what? Because between the age, it was, it was when I was super young, between the ages of like seven and 12 is when I used to play the drums. And then, uh, and then I found out about weed and graffiti and MC and then my whole life changed and even the changed, way I dressed yeah. changed. So that's, and that's obviously where Who's Nothing was inspired by. But, you know, maybe I'll do a, maybe I'll do a film about a guy that goes deaf and play the drums. Yeah, maybe that. Right now, I know exactly what it's about. Another... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. I think that's in the synopsis, it. anyway, man. No, no that's not no. ruining anything. That, no. I don't that know is... anything. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Ask if you don't ask, boy, you don't get. Ask. Well, Amelia, let's uh, let's take it back, okay? Um, lie down on the metaphorical sofa, close your eyes. Um, I'm putting a lamp into your face, and wave sounds are on. Wave sounds are on, and I want to know. Okay. And I, <laughs> there's a lamp a in the face, so it's like an inter- it's an interrogation, but relaxing as Sorry, well. Sorry, this sounds horrendous. <laughs> um, Get me out no, of it. It's good. <laughs> and People I'm pouring, pay for this. I'm pouring the wax on myself and screaming in your ear. Um, and I just want to know where it all started for you. Yeah. <laughs> What started? Take take the ear candle out and just listen. I'm I'm distressed in this situation. I've have I got wax on me or is it on you? Yeah, a little bit has fallen onto you, splut because I've gone so mental, and then I've also got an <laughs> an ear Coke candle ear in your candle. ear. <laughs> yeah. An to, ear to candle clean, to clean the wax yeah. out from. I've the got ear, a clipper yeah. and keep lighting it. Yeah, yeah. It's a, is but this it's legal? all for your benefit. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all for your benefit. Yeah, yeah. We've you... got sage on fire by your feet. You've paid for this. Oh, that's what the smell is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Right. But like, where did um, where did everything start for you? Like, obviously, everyone knows you from Chicken Shop Day. Yeah. But like, like, was it journalism really that was kind of your thing? Well, actually, everything in terms of Chicken Shop Day and stuff I do now started um at this youth club in Northwest London, mm. um, where we made a magazine called the Cut Magazine. Um, and that's actually where I met Marvin, who oh. DJ Fantasy. Shout out Fanta. Marby. Yep. And we, yeah, so we would meet there every Wednesday. And that was when I was in sixth form. So like after school, 
I would go to the to the, the cut and mm-hmm. we we would yeah make this magazine and everyone there was really into UK rap and grime and I wasn't <laughs> so I was more into what was I even into at the time I don't know like busted or <laughs> oh were you like one of those people Britney. at the time that's like Britney. sort of whatever's on the radio kind of shit yeah I'm yeah. still like that as well yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. but now like grime and rap is on the radio <laughs> so yeah, yes. um but yeah so that was like where so I started going there and at first I think I was writing about fashion or I don't even know what I was writing about but I was just or maybe I wasn't even writing at all maybe I was just going there and like taking it all in and like seeing what everyone else was doing what were and you then, sorry to interrupt but in your mind what what was your what was your interest at the time like did you want to be in fashion like is that something well that... I actually wanted to work in magazines and I okay. was always interested in like media I guess mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I really wanted to be editor of Vogue <laughs> wow, and that's sick. that was like Why my not? ambition and uh, so my IT teacher saw that there was this magazine club basically going on and so sent me this email being like oh there's this magazine for like young people called The Cut you should go and and you know, see what they're doing because I know you're interested in like magazines and want to work in that field. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's like that, but um, <laughs> and so that's how I started going. Um, yes, and then sort of the fashion element went away because everyone there was all about the music. Yeah, and from being with everyone there, I then became super interested in, in it myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. I wanted to. Start, I wanted to interview these musicians that everyone was loving at the time or like friends of friends of the of the magazine. So thought of doing a column where it would be a date, the interview would be a date. Also because I wanted to go on a date. I hadn't <laughs> been on a date yet, ever. <laughs> and then, really? Yeah, and then someone said, oh, you should go on a date where you would never go on a date to make it funnier. So that's yeah. how Chicken Shop happened. And then, but, yeah. yeah, I started doing... The written interview so I would go to a chicken shop meet an artist and then someone would take pictures and I would write it up and it would go in the magazine and this is before uh like YouTube was popping off and stuff like that right yeah so I guess YouTube was still people were still uploading but there people weren't like making content and even blogging no. was like in its infancy so yeah. I guess yeah. so that was even before then but then after doing the column for like a year I did think, oh, this would be great if it was filmed because the conversation was really funny and I was already developing this character that I would be when I was there. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, but it was just, it was just about about the fact that I didn't know anyone to film stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Marvin was an, is a video, was a video editor. Mm -hmm. And so he was always there to edit it. But then we didn't really put two and two together of like who would film it or how we would get the camera kit. We just didn't know how to do that. Then I was a runner on a music video um, and met a camera operator and just said, and then it sort of clicked in my head. Oh, right. Okay. Well, I could ask him. Mm -hmm. So I asked him if he could film it. And he said, yeah, I can borrow some kit and get my friend to be the other camera operator. And then that's when we had the like, okay, we could do this now. Um, And then, so were you, were you, because it all sounds very, um, proactive and confident especially for a person of that age were you did you always have that drive did you always because even like I mean someone sending you an email like if someone sent me an email that's trying to be helpful and say turn up to this magazine I'd be like fucking hell that's quite intense like it's gonna be people I don't know you know back then did you have any of that I mean I smoked a lot of weed as well so that's probably 
Didn't hear no, it. so I wasn't smoking any weed at the time, which is probably yeah. why I went to the magazine club. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and you didn't. Um, but yeah. no, I've always been incredibly proactive, like from, from whenever I can remember, like even in primary school, I would be going for any kind of extracurricular activity, going um, any competition, you know, like those children's shows, like um, S- Smile and Milkshake and stuff. Yeah. Those like back in the day and Blue Peter. Yeah, I yeah. would be, the, I would apply. I would be applying to all of the phone-ins, any wow. kind of thing, I, try and get any sort of badge. I was that kind of person. That's and sick. I, That's impressive. I don't know why. I just was always been, always been like that. I think maybe I've never been the best in school in academic stuff. I've always been very like average. Mm-hmm. And so I think that extracurricular stuff is my, was my way of, of trying to accomplish more. Yeah. Um, yeah because yeah, I wasn't yeah. getting the A's. Yeah. That in, makes sense. At, like normal school. Yeah. 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 That's sick. I mean, it's sick that you clock that because a lot of people don't. They just are yeah. at school and then takes them years to. Sort of. Also, I yeah, I think the extracurricular stuff also is, was always way more creative, mm-hmm. and so that was also what was drawing me to it. Like yeah. rather than the standard school stuff, the other stuff that was on offer and the competitions and all those things, they were always super like you know drawing or um, writing or thinking of ideas. And I think I've always just been interested in that, so I think that's yeah. why as well I I was going for those things. Yeah, that makes sense. And then so so when you met that camera operator, what was the next step? What was your then, first bit of film content? Well, then me and Marvin went to find a chicken shop because that was the next thing. We were like, oh, well, yeah. where are we going to film it? So we went to Chicken Cottage, which has now disappeared in Farringdon, um, yeah. persuaded the owner to let us film there. And then um, a, a publicist of Getz yeah. um, messaged me somehow, like contacted the magazine. Because this magazine, even though it was made by under 21s, it a lot of PRs and agents really liked it because it was by young people. So for for their artists to be involved, it was kind of like a community thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we did have quite a lot of contacts. Anyway, um, Getz was promoting a new single and she said, oh, I've read a few of the columns. Um, do you want to do a column with him? Oh, the chicken shop day. And I said, oh, well, um, well I'm actually wanting to do a video. Do you think he'd do the first filmed one? And she just said, yeah, he'll do it. Wow, that's <laughs> sick. That's starting high, man. Shout out Gets as well. Shout out his new album. It's amazing, Conflict of Interest. I know, Check and it it's out. just yeah. mad because he's got his new album out now yeah. and it's like on track to maybe be number one. It's in the top 10 for yeah. sure. And it's just so, Incredible. I was just thinking about it. And in a when, way, you've got something yeah. to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> and I was you thinking that it's my, it. it's, yeah, it's because of me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I just was thinking, oh, that's mad that he's maybe going to get number one and he was the first episode and he's still doing so well. It's just, yeah. It's just would you amazing. would you ever think about doing a part two now that it's like, you, well, you've got a whole, you know, your platform's completely different to when it was then and so is he. Yeah, I was thinking as other people ask about other artists doing part twos, like mm. AJ Tracy, for example, that people always ask to do a part two. Yeah. Um, But I just don't think I would ever because I would be nervous that it wouldn't be as good. No, but the thing with the Gets one, there's like a story behind, because it was the first one. Do you know what I mean? Like it might kind of makes sense I don't know yeah, yeah I guess maybe second date it could be interesting and it's true people usually normal people do go on second and he dates. could maybe not remember that he's been on a date with you and you're like oh for fuck's sake 
I mean, that would that's probably is what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> really love this platform. What's this about? What I, it, you did this ages ago? Sort of exactly. like uh, watching a film you'd watch years ago halfway through. You're like, I swear, I have se- I've seen this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I recognise yeah. you. People do. Yeah, people do that when they see me on the street. Often it's like I know you. From that's the worst. Somewhere like, I don't know. Did I go to school with you? Yeah, yeah I, like, I, I hate it when they like. I don't mind if someone's just like straight away knows, but when they're like, hold on. And they stand there for what feels like five minutes, but it's like 30 seconds. And then you're Pointing like, at your face. and you don't want to say, yeah, MC Grinder, in case you're like, what? <laughs> like, oh yeah. no, wrong person. So That's you just stand there waiting. That happened to me waiting. before when I was um, at the pub, you know, before, before they closed. And um, this group of people were sat there and they were like quite young. And then one of them came over to where I was sat and um, had a had a camera and was like, for, like pointing and I thought he meant like he wanted to take a picture of me and him but actually he wanted oh, yeah, I've had that. to take so a picture so of embarrassing. Uh, he wanted me to take a picture of his yeah. friends and him yeah. it was so embarrassing I was like of course yeah. I have a picture with you oh my god that's amazing oh god here we go yeah no problem yeah, what? yeah. No, 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 just take I think I even us. said that oh, to right. my friends I was like oh, I'm so sorry I'll be one second yeah yeah exactly yeah. No, well, that's I've had it where me. um People want a picture with uh, Sipa, Asim, Steve, and then they've given me the phone. And I'm no, like, that's because oh, right. no, they don't recognise him, innit? No, but no, it's, hap- it. it's happened when they don't, I don't know, I just think that they... You're, they, but you're they the don't... main guy. No, it, I mean, no, he's been, uh, it's the when they don't, they don't recognise him. A lot of the time it's happened to uh, like loads of us where we're just standing there and they'll approach one person and then they look around and they're like, oh, fuck. You know what I mean? Because they just expect... I mean, I guess they don't expect us to hang around in real life. Or, or it's like, do you know in the office where um, he's getting an assistant and there's a man and a woman yeah. and he and David Brent fancies the woman yeah. and he takes a quick picture of the guy <laughs> and then yeah. it's like me and Seepal get the quick picture and they're like, yeah. ask him. Yeah. And then they'll want loads of Asim video. Yeah, like all different poses. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what about we yeah. just did a quick one? Yeah, it's funny because you guys do actually hang out together in real life. So they yeah. must it must be quite shocking when they just see all of you. Yeah, I prep. think it's, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's when it's bait. Yeah. And you've got like Steve sort of screaming, laughing. You've got like a fucking six foot seven guy, and you've got. My strong eyebrows, Asim's build. You can tell us a mile off. Yeah, he goes, he goes, he goes. Special beer that everyone talks about. Oh god, yeah, you know? god, yeah. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, yo! Yo! Ha-ha! Will everybody shut the fuck up? Settle down, settle down! You're in tune to the Channing Shit Podcast! UK stand up! The world's greatest! The best there ever was that ever lived! Series 2 out now, motherfucker! Oh gosh! Ha-ha! Are you ready? Check it! Check it! Are you ready? Check it! Fucking drilly right now! Ha! Did I use that in the right sort of context, man? Oh yeah, G, that's calm, G. Like, like, calm. like, drilly's like... 
As long as you're on the op block, like the what? Op block, like op block. Yeah, like that's like a hot, like a, a, like. Is that a, like out, sort of outside? Yeah, yeah, G. Right, like, G. hey man, like <laughs> I don't even know anymore. Man, zannied out, G. Oh, serious. Man's in Zanzibar, G. Oh, that's so calm. Coach, coach, coach. Anyway, I'll catch you later, G. Yeah, G, come. So when you did that first one with Gets, um. What was it like for you? Like, I've always wondered that because obviously you play this uh, slightly awkward, uh, sarcastic character. And I know, you know, there's parts of that in you as well. But like, you know, especially on the first one. What do you mean? (laughs) And I think me and you are pretty similar in the sense of like, we're not our characters, but there are bits of that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. But like, so how how was it when you first had to meet like this grime MC that's from like a completely different world from you and you're doing this thing that, it's not like you've got like a back catalogue of them so they get it. Do you know what I mean? I know. Yeah. I think because I'd done the column before and I'd done about seven or ten yeah. of the written ones, that was a really good like testing ground for it and it okay. gave me a lot of confidence when I came to do the filmed episode. Obviously, I was still so nervous for doing the first video with Gets, but because yeah. I also produced them myself, a lot of my nerves were actually about production stuff mm-hmm. so wondering mm-hmm. if he's gonna turn up wondering mm-hmm. if the shop will still open for us um if like the camera kit's gonna be fine mm-hmm. all of those things were going around my head that i didn't i felt like i didn't really even have that much time to worry about the character yeah um because of all the yeah. other stuff and i guess you had you had like seven sort of goes at refining it yeah beforehand mm-hmm. exactly and also i prepare the questions beforehand obviously with marvin Mm-hmm. And yeah. so those are where we really like get into what the tone is going to be for that episode, what I'm going to yeah. be asking, um, shaping the questions. So um, like for one of the questions in the Gets episode was, um, so your name used to be Ghetto. Where did the O go? And like, <laughs> so, like just stuff like the question, like just making sure the questions are funny. Yeah. So I'm yeah, yeah. relying a lot on the questions too. And then. Yeah. Um, it takes the pressure off for me to be all about my reactions. Also, yeah. a lot of my reactions are literally nothing, me just staring. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I think that I've got away with, if there is awkward pauses, which you dread in any any normal interview, I've made that yeah. my thing. So yeah, it actually it actually is kind of by accident because I don't think that I'm... I'm not a bubbly person. I don't think that I'm You're joking. someone that's really... chat. Or, I'm not really chat. I wouldn't say that I'm really chatty and I can be very awkward. So I think that I just lent into that. Unless it's so three that... in the morning at Warehouse Project. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> anyone at three in the morning in Warehouse Project yes. isn't themselves, are they? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Oh, my God. I would actually love to go to Warehouse Project, even though I said I would never go ever again. But oh now I would, I would. Right I would, now, yeah. yeah. I would really go to Warehouse Project. If they called you up and were like, we need you. We need you to be, come down. I would be there with bells on. Um, yeah, Getz is here. Yes, is here. Part Chicken of AJ's here. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so, so yeah, I think I just did it. I don't know. I just, just went and just did it. Did he get um, it? <laughs> did, did he understand? Yeah, afterwards. Well, he was brilliant. Brilliant first guest because he just really had fun with it and just nice. didn't take himself seriously and That's was, was perfect. And then afterwards he said, oh, wow, that was so... <laughs> he was like, oh, it reminds me of like T4 or something you'd watch 
on yeah. like yeah. that. And I was yeah. like, wow, that's such a compliment because that was my biggest in- influences was like It does have world. that vibe. Yeah, that's so true because back then they were like the only shows that were doing that sort of uh, like slightly sarcastic, like not overly forced interviews. Do you know what I mean? Like I used to love that yeah. as well. Like, yeah, like, Simon so that's, that's such amazing. A, yeah, exactly. Amazing. But I also think that at the time it wasn't, there wasn't content being made like there is now. Like yeah. um, if you're on a campaign or you're on a, you're in promotion for your for your new record you would be doing like a lot of serious interviews about your music yeah. and about your inspiration and just basically nothing like chicken shop date yeah. and now yeah. there's so much stuff like buzzfeed or like all these different things you see all these celebrities doing these stupid games yeah and, yeah, yeah yeah um the weirdest yeah. interview <laughs> formats bin it yeah. keep and, it or burn it <laughs> exactly yeah um and at the time seven years ago when i did the first episode that that wasn't around so i think it was a bit special in that way yeah 100%. and i think it still is but yeah no for yeah, sure and but also it's it was a lot um it's a lot tougher to to do it back then in the sense of like uh, especially with grime MCs and like road rap and that, no one was no one was doing anything funny. Like to be funny or to like do an interview that's funny was thought of as like, do you know what I mean? Like everyone wanted to make sure yeah. they looked serious and they looked cool and yeah, and not that you're making I'm, fools I'm out a of them, serious, but, but credible artists. Yeah, exactly. So that was like there was a lot. I don't know. It was it was a lot more. Uh, it was a different climate for that back then as well. So to get them on and to convince them to do that was quite an achievement yeah. back then. And I think also it's just about me sticking to my character and making sure that I just am like that. Yeah. And then whatever's put in front of me or like whatever type of guest, it just is going to work because I'm just very true to to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then people come back to the show because they want to see, I think because they want to see how my character interacts with the guest. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And how you respond. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. How, how many how many episodes have you done now of Chicken Shop? It's been like seven years, right? Yeah, it has been seven years. Oh my gosh. Wow. Um, How many have I done? I could probably tell you an exact number, but I think it's like 40 episodes. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And uh, wh- which one of those was the most tricky? Ooh. Mm, tricky? Like, as in, in my mind, in my mind, it's it's quite a hard thing to do. Like, you're playing this character that's dry as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then you're sitting there with uh, rappers, which a lot of rappers are fucking stoned out their mind and silent as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, like, which one was the, like, most painfully awkward? I feel like, I'm literally just looking back now, trying to remind myself <laughs> who I've been on a date with. My favorite ones are like when they're super goons and they're just silent, yeah. like like six seven and people like, like yeah six it, seven heady heady one was good. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That one was super awkward. <laughs> yeah, but I love those. But the yeah, thing is, I was saying before, it's like if it's awkward, like if everything that's meant to go wrong in an interview happens, yeah. it's fine because it's that's the show. That's true. That's so, so true. I kind yeah. of save myself in that way, but I do think that if if people come on and think that they can like out dry me or yeah, something yeah then that's when it's a recipe for disaster because then it's just <laughs> just silent if, if it just doesn't work because i i edit them so i'm gonna manipulate it in, in yeah, the way that sure. i want it to be so yeah, you can't really sure. win but but also i think if you come on and you don't just think i'm just gonna have fun with this yeah um then then it won't work as much like other ones that have been tricky i think 
mm, the Jammer episode, he was quite <laughs> hard to, to interview. And he yeah. was also like nearly three hours late. Yeah. Which just isn't ideal. Okay, Asim's episode. Asim was obviously, it was fantastic. But the thing about that was that the shop was still open because it was back when I didn't, when I didn't have any money to pay for anything. So I yeah, yeah. I just asked a favor. And so the shop had to stay open. So every like 10 minutes, people would be coming in and like disturbing the <laughs> the filming. So we'd have to stop filming. Um, yeah. So that all was quite tricky to actually film. <laughs> Um, and also, Asim was getting recognised. It was it was it was quite intense that one. But also, that's the first one with a written response from the date, right? Oh yeah. So exactly. So Asim, we, I told him what um, questions we were gonna mm. um, say first. Did we do that with your episode too? Nah, no need. No, oh no, yeah. No, no, no. Oh yeah, yeah. No, okay, yeah. just Asim. Natural. No, talent. and also other people like <laughs> with um, Charlie Cooper because he was it being playing Curtin. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jamie, Dimitri, and also Munya. Yeah, but I love mm. those episodes too. But I think with those episodes when I'm with other comedians, mm. I feel like I don't perform as well because I, I just have to let the other person do, do all the work. That's the thing yeah. because like in a lot of comedy as well, there's usually the, the weirdo. <laughs> And then the, the yeah. straight character. And if there's like two yeah. weirder. So I, I felt that even with uh, when we done ours, Grinder is such a freak that you actually came off, you know, you'd have to take the slightly more normal exactly. role there. Yeah. But it works really well. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just my character changes to be the straight person. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah. You um, just have to tweak that. Yeah. Yeah. Change the dynamic. Exactly. But then, yeah, the, the new episode with Slow Tie, he was really great but he was yeah. asking me so many questions <laughs> i yeah. was like stop asking questions yeah. i'm asking you questions yeah. <laughs> and it made me think that i actually should do some more work on my character this is just for my own benefit but because it is just an exaggeration kind of of myself and i never set out to to write a character like in the way that other people would in in like comedy series a lot of the questions about my character's backstory or you know, yeah. things that they would say in a certain situation. I don't know. So when I get quite flummoxed because I'm like, Fuck, uh, yeah, what do sense. I think? Like, because yeah. sometimes I want to reply, but it's like what Amelia thinks, me yeah. personally, uh, what would my character think? Yeah. So I want to go away actually and do a bit more of that because I think it would really help um, in those situations. I did that. The first thing I did with Grindel was, and, and it's just for me to get my own head around it, like I did like a sort of character profile where I, did, I mean, I go into too much detail yeah. and no one gives a shit and, and almost got told not to bother doing that. But it's, it is really useful it for is. like you say, because we, we do improv together like me and Beats and he might ask me a question, you know, and it's like, it's kind of good to like know where, I mean, you don't have an answer for everything, exactly. but like where, where, where your standpoint is as a character, as that character sort of thing, isn't it? For sure. On, on and I've subjects. been doing that with the cooking show that I do now as well um, mm. on YouTube. So I've, we've only done two episodes, one with Ramesh and one with Maya. I just filmed yeah. the third one yesterday. But I wanted to figure out what... So the whole premise of the show is I can't cook and I hate yeah. food and I hate flavour and any kind of spice. <laughs> I have this aversion to cooking and I'm I'm the host of this cooking show. So that's where yeah. the comedy comes from. But I wanted yeah. to figure out why is it that I don't like cooking? What stopped mm. me? Um, and all these things and I had a, I just spent the day um, writing the answers to those questions like stuff like okay the reason why um, 
I don't, I can't cook is because my childhood kitchen was haunted um, and I would yeah. never go in there. <laughs> yeah. Like just stuff like that. So yeah. just building up the character and I think it was it's going to help me in future episodes. Um, yeah, for sure. And even just like when you're in character, even if you never have to answer those specific questions, you understand your character even more. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it would like... Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we, we, we did do that in the beginning as well. I remember doing that. But then my character changed. Yeah. Sort so of. we had to, yeah, of course. Dramatically. Did. And I didn't work it out. I just winged it. <laughs> but then, but exactly. Then that's like an organic way. Ten years later, now you know every answer to your character, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And also well, the writing and the situation changed for your character. So it made you 100%. have to change with it. Yeah, yeah, for mm. sure. Whereas with Chicken Shop Date, it's the same thing happening every time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. How was the jump from um, actually presenting? And stuff and like because like with, with your chicken shop sort of character you are like you say you've sort of created this world and you are just there but when you've done the vice stuff it's like thinking on your feet and talking to members of the public and yeah. stuff uh how was that well the stuff with vice originally so i started at vice as an intern um and i was there on a three-month internship but i was on the editorial desk so i was writing for them okay. and that was in my third year of uni um, but I always wanted to like make a documentary for Vice. I thought that would be the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Um, so I thought that could be my way in. And then it did end up working out because I made friends or like I made connections when I was there with people. And then the first Vice documentary I did was on the election. In, yeah. yeah. Um, oh God, I can't remember what year it was. A few years ago. Yeah. <laughs> a few years ago, it was one of the, the elections. The big one. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I went round the country interviewing people about loads of like different political issues yeah, and I, I found it. it so hard. I was really thrown in the deep end, yeah. um, having to interview so many different people, um, in, in it, in one day going, going, think, thinking on my feet and turning my brain into, on into this other mm. like sphere. But, yeah. um, it was brilliant, but I do find those jobs really hard. And then when I did a documentary with Channel 4 on Meghan Markle and I went to America and to try and get an invite to the wedding of Harry and Meghan by yeah. meeting Meghan Markle's family. That was incredible. Um, I messaged you about it. I loved it so much. Yeah, it was it was so brilliant. Like, actually, in hindsight, I can't believe that I did that because I haven't done anything on Channel 4 since. Um, <laughs> oh, apart from, <laughs> apart from Celebrity Come Dine With Me, which was yeah, pretty yeah, ironic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the documentary was just like, when that happened, I was just thought it was unbelievable. I couldn't, I, I, I didn't believe it was happening until I was in America. Yeah. Um, with with the cameras but again that was another one where I had to be interviewing like three different types of people in one day um, and then when I was traveling we would be doing pieces to camera so it'd be like non-stop 12 hour yeah. days um, 16 yeah, hour days but it was really intense and I don't know if I would want to do that as a full-time job okay yeah I was gonna <laughs> yeah, say yeah. but but you also feel like the uh, you might have not been able to handle that without doing the vice stuff like it was almost like Oh yeah, drip feeding you into that world, and then and then doing like a full length documentary on Channel Four. Yeah, but I was also just so nervous, and I think mm. that um, only like in the past year have I become more confident. Where I enjoy the jobs more because yeah. I know I can do it. I just think that I would get so nervous that it would become a really stressful situation. Mm. And I think if, a, for example, if I were to do a documentary like the Meet the Markles again. 
I think I would enjoy it a lot more because I would just feel more comfortable because I'm more experienced. I think it just maybe is as simple as that I wasn't experienced um, enough I mean, yeah. in that as I as I am now. You didn't come across like I was, that. Yeah, I was going to say that's in your head and maybe that's a good thing because maybe that keeps you on your toes. But it also lends itself, like being slightly nervous and uh, sort of <laughs> like socially, social anxiety, whatever. That kind of lends itself to your style anyway, because it's not like you're like, hey, guys, we're here. You know, like some dead behind the eyes, fucking over the top presenter. It kind of lends itself to to like your your journalist sort of vibe. Yeah, I mean, I'm always trying to like blend, like have my character come out, even in my like journalism work and yeah, have that yeah. awkwardness in that because there's so many incredible like journalists and broadcast journalists that do such a good job of interviewing people in an incredible way that's like very sincere so why would I ever I just what's the point in me trying to do that when so many people do it better so it's all I always just think I'm going to try and do my own unique spin on it so that Mm. I create this sort of this kind of USP I guess yeah for myself do you feel like the uh being able to live in the painful, awkward silences or chicken shop date has helped you kind of do that if you're like interviewing people sort of thing. Yeah, definitely. That's when you get the gold, isn't it? Yeah, but even people who like, um, even journalists on like Newsnight and stuff say that they they get sometimes get the best when they don't say anything after yeah. someone's replied because it just leaves the person who's interviewed who's being interviewed to say something more yeah. that they wouldn't have said before and yeah. it's normally gold yeah as you said yeah man because that Louis Farouz the master of that in it and I definitely see oh, that wow. in your style yeah I've got as his well. book right here in front yeah, of mine yeah yeah I've, I've really read good. it well I mean I listened to I, it. Yeah, I've listened to it. Yeah, it's really it amazing. doesn't count, guys. <laughs> it does. It does. It's a no, fast but, track. Way. But I was reading a I was reading a book about the history of the world at the same time. So Yeah. yeah. Well I can't read oh, and drive okay. at yeah. the same time. Yeah. No, you can't. <laughs> um so yeah, so what what's the plan for you? Do you feel like you want to do more telly stuff? Or do you wanna do just create more stuff where you like I guess you've got more creative control over it? Well, I'm really loving doing the cooking show as another format on my YouTube channel because for ages I've wanted another format other than Chicken Shop Day on there Mm -hmm. and I've built up the subscribers now that it seems I think I was very interested in doing stuff on TV for a long time not realizing that I had this really engaged audience already on my YouTube channel and all my and my audience watch stuff on the internet like primarily like (laughs) so I think it, it didn't click for a while and then suddenly it did oh why don't I just use the money I've been making to make another series on my own channel so I want to carry on building up the cooking show and carry on doing chicken shop day with and broadening out the kind of guests um that I have on there like I've loved having some comedians on I've loved also having people like Jade from Little Mix um even slow ties a bit different and then also having people like Digger D but then I think what I'd love to do is I'm trying to write a script mm-hmm. and I've been trying to get into writing for like the past year, but it's a, it's been a slow process or maybe I just thought it would happen really quickly for me to be able to you write did your a short film, right? Yeah. So I did a short film yeah. last year, um, but I just didn't know anything about creative writing. Mm-hmm. I was never good at it at school. Um, I never, I've never written any, anything like a short story uh, or anything like that. Didn't know anything about structure or all of these 
terms. Mm -hmm. And so I've just been spending a lot of time trying to learn um, how to write a story, um, Mm -hmm. doing online courses, um, doing like physical courses. I went on um, a workshop just before lockdown on short story writing. And I'm just trying to learn as much as I can um, so I can eventually write a script of a TV show. There's that proactiveness again, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. I just think I just need to be, be like learning more i just feel like i never know enough <laughs> now that's sick that's though, man. Good. and you're going about it the right way like doing like a sh- putting together a short film creating that and writing that is like the best way forward because it's like yeah you're kind of just teaching yourself on the job you know yeah that's my ambition really like in the end to to be writing um writing some scripts amazing um, but i'm loving the process of learning um about writing at the moment and then yeah tv i think um an entertainment format would be great but it's just such a slow process and so hard to to do that that i'm actually quite happy doing that on my youtube channel for now yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a YouTube different era is more yeah. powerful right yeah for sure then like you get more views on youtube than you would on channel four or bbc you know but, but shout them out too yeah yeah of and course. i think <laughs> i feel like if i carry on doing my own thing um, yeah. people like the, the commissioners way. will have to take notice they or they'll to. have, they have yeah, they yeah, will yeah. then it will get to a point when I might be offered something mm. rather than mm. me having to go through the painstaking process of pitching and pitching and pitching yeah, yeah. For sure. um, or I will pitch and then they'll say yes quicker because <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'll have I'll have more of a um, you know a catalogue of other work yeah you're basically yeah. like an independent rapper that's going to have labels fighting <laughs> for you Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, bidding war. Yeah, exactly. No, but it is a different era now. Like you'll probably get to a point where you're like, actually, I don't need that because yeah, I could just create it myself for YouTube. You know what I mean? It's like it is true. I just feel like there is still um like a kind of hierarchy in terms of uh the ch- TV channels. There's some like glitz around them still. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, that as sure. as a writer or as a creative person you still there's still something to be said about being having a tv show yeah it's like acknowledgement and yeah yeah. it's do you know what it is it's a nostalgic thing we're we're from a generation where i wonder if a kid that was raised on snapchat and tiktok and youtube would would ever give a fuck about that if they were a writer do you know what i mean like i don't think we're from a generation where like it was a, it was like an accolade to have to be on tv and have a tv show do you know what i mean but it is changing in it do you know what i mean it's changing. I still feel that you do get a lot of support, though. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, you guys being on BBC Three, like they, there's like an infrastructure there yeah. where they're pushing your program out, yeah. and there's like a press team. <laughs> I don't know. There's just I feel like there's it from the outside. It seems like yeah, you're part you, of a bigger machine. Yeah, yeah. but but so's YouTube. YouTube's a bigger machine yeah. than that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but like, yeah. we, I, we I didn't exactly get that push from them initially we pushed it ourselves yeah but the thing is made them take notice i think the difference is is that you have to like you have to put more work in if you want to do it yourself and put it on youtube it is exactly like that label and independent thing do you know what i mean it's like it's like you've got to make you've got to like get the contact you've got to get a team together yeah also one thing i've been thinking about as well is all of the awards are still very focused on tv and film oh God, that's embarrassing. Inst- yeah. in- instead of online. Is that an award in the background? Yeah, Royal Television Society Award. Actually, exactly. Better than BAFTAs. These are what we've also won a BAFTA, so Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but these awards, they still mean so much and they are like I think yeah. they're a way of they're a way of 
of like people taking note of your show or or yeah, legitimizing sure. it in some way and those are still very yeah, much more opportunities off the back yeah of it. and they're still very much set within the, the tv world yeah you're right man it's kind of we're at that kind of crossroads where it is gonna change and but like yeah. we're still in the middle basically, of it basically what i'm trying to say is why hasn't chicken shop day one of bafta it's true though that it's quite prehistoric that they haven't got a like an online thing, you know, like a YouTube thing or whatever. I, I mean, I know, I know. I've been yeah. writing many an email. Yeah, well, we'll have a word anyway. Yeah, have a word. We've got a direct line. <laughs> I know you do. It comes inside the uh, statue. It, it's a phone in the statue. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a phone. A lipstick yeah. phone. <laughs> <laughs> what do you feel like the future holds now? Because uh, obviously everything's changing, but I guess as creatives, we always kind of can convert what we do into different things. That's why we're doing a podcast, obviously. Bounce back. Yeah, bounce yeah. back. Yeah, maybe bitch. I'll do a podcast. Yeah, sick. Why not? Maybe yeah. the podcast could could be a way forward. Yeah. But yeah, do you mean like in general for everyone? Uh, I mean for more me? for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, as I said, I think I'm just going to carry on making content. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, all my oh, stuff fuck. is... Ba- Sorry, I forgot to ask as well. Talking about content, you are a TikTok queen now. I've looked on your TikTok profile. You've got so many followers, man. I'm blushing right now. TikTok queen, yes. Um, I'm loving TikTok. That's that's what got me through January. Yeah, I was learning. I was learning a TikTok dance for the whole of January. Yeah, and it was just the most stupid dance ever. Um, and it was so hard. And I'm so bad at dancing, so it was technically very challenging (laughs) for me. And it just put me in such a good mood, yeah, like just doing some dancing. And um, I've never laughed as much as, you know, spending an hour on, on TikTok. It's, yeah. it, it really is like belly laughs of just, just normal people. Everyone's just so, f- just doing the funniest things. Yeah, no, that's sick, man. That, Filming I, their family. So yeah, I think TikTok is the future. That is my prediction. <laughs> um, all right, and sweet. So now we've come to the part of the show which for me is very close to my heart. It's one of my favourite bits. What's your favourite sandwich? The sandwich. What's your favourite sandwich? Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those my, celebrity shows we were talking about before. My favourite sandwich is maybe just the ham sandwich. From, wow. um, Dry from like or... any of the supermarkets. Okay. No way. That's the worst yeah. one we've ever had, Amelia. Is it? Yeah. That, what, is, mu- that, mustard? Is, that is what I go to. No, I don't have mustard in there, no. Mayonnaise in it? No, it, it's, it's, I think it's called simple ham. It's, it's literally white bread oh, yeah, with, yeah. with the ham in it. Fucking hell. And do you know that's the ham that smells like egg when you open up the pack? Yeah. No, I don't open up the pack. It's like for children. <laughs> I mean, do you mean open the sandwich? No, like that's the ham, yeah. The, yeah. the wafer thin ham that you get in like the packs that smell of egg. Yeah, I love wafer thin ham. <laughs> yeah, it's on brand for I your mean, cooking show, isn't it? For your character. That's my that's my um sandwich, is the ham wow, sandwich. Yeah. That's amazing. You know what? I respect that that's the deadest one we've ever had as well, because it means you yeah. almost that's an award in itself. How could it be the deadest one? Like what else have you had? People have, have someone oh someone's God, had pe- tuna. Nah, people yeah, your tuna melt, which yeah, I'm not yeah. a fan tuna of. Tuna melt. Yeah, tuna melt, yeah. I do quite like a tuna melt, but oh, I think I've got to go for the ham. Tuna melt is popping. A lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people, yeah. 
I didn't. Oh, I didn't even think about the toasted element of it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm. I could probably toast my simple ham though, and it'd be delicious. Mm. All right, do you know what? Because your answer was so shit, I want to hear a top three. I just want to hear how your mind what? works now. Yeah. Um. Okay. Top three, I would say. I think second's probably cheese and tomato. <laughs> Just dry. White as English. it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the cheese and tomato. And then, yeah, maybe cheek, a cheeky tuna tuna melt. Fucking you hell. Put, you put it in my head now. That is well, the driest triple sandwich selection. I'll put tuna melt up there. <laughs> yeah. I do like a... Che- do you know what? One of my guilty pleasures, Amelia, is uh, just toast the bread and cut up blocks of cheese and bone dry uh, cheese sandwich. Yeah, I, I don't that's, mind that. That's hideous. With like I the you, bread, I can't believe so... you were laughing at my simple ham. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't put that in my top so three. So dry. Yeah, that's what I do when I sneak and no one sees me. Sort of vibe. Oh, you know what I actually did have the other day was um, tuna and salad, and that was quite good. <laughs> I love that's exotic <laughs> yeah. for you. Chuck's few leaves in. It's incredible. Quite good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that was wow. quite good. Okay, yeah. Well, let's leave this segment now. You're very disappointed. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, no, that. I like that one. No, but I do, I do like that it was disappointing, though. Yeah. Because it's never yeah, been yeah, that yeah. disappointing. On brand. You know, on my TikTok, actually, yeah. um, I get loads of random comments. Yeah. Um, and one of the last one I got, which was today on my latest dance, was if well done steak was a person. <laughs> oh, shit. It's about me. That reminds me. Um, you do get some funny comments like on a uh, on your yeah. Well, on another your one was if watery ketchup was a person. <laughs> do I give off, I give off that vibe? I, you, I mean, well, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, your top three sandwiches give off that vibe. Put it that way. It's true. It's true. All right, sweet. And now we've got to the most important part of the show, which is probably why everyone's listening. The three, three questions. questions. You've got to ask us three questions each. Yeah. Okay, uh, I didn't know this. Um, yeah. It can be the same question for both of us. Big bloody time. Yeah, we don't like to do any prep, Amelia. We just like to throw you in. Okay, um, so wait, am I asking three individual questions to both of you? Up to you. It's up to you. Um, right, how many pillows do you sleep with? That's a sick question. One, but I have one on the side that I kind of uh, put, because I don't like my knees touching some reason and that's a recent thing so I put it in between my legs <laughs> yeah he has a rash where his knees usually touch oh yeah. my god yeah uh, the skin's my just worn. He- leg hairs just... get matted <laughs> the skin's just worn down and you need a cotton pillow in between my leg hairs are like matted dreadlocks yeah nice. delightful um mine Amelia I used to I basically have four pillows on my bed yeah just because just for looks I like the four mm. when yeah. the bed's done yeah and I like to have it yeah. as an option. But because of my neck and back, I've been just fucked when I sleep because I sleep in mad positions. I have like a really thin one just to sleep on, but then the thicker one goes in between my legs as well. I like I like mm. to like straddle something. Wow, that's sleep. a lot of pillows. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a lot of pillows. Well, it's good to know. I was, I was really thinking, I was really wondering that about you guys. You were really worried about that, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I was. Um, my second question is where... Um, where do you want to go when the travel ban is lifted? They've asked that as well, but it's a new what? era. What? Yeah, yeah. No, but that was last year. I've got a new one. I've got a new one. Okay, go. I am going to Thailand. Thailand. For a couple of weeks with my girl. Kapung Kap. So, yeah. Nice. That'd be cute. I've never been to Thailand. I know, because do you know what? I've been like four times back in the day and then it got bait, but I feel like now 
everyone's going to Dubai and places like that and it's freed oh, up God, again. Oh, God, Jake, want to go to Dubai? Nah, so like Thailand's freed yeah. up again for like the original OGs to go back there. And I'm not talking about full moon party and all that. I mean like just the chilled out places, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, too old for that now, man. No, I'm not too old. You can't wow. be. No, I'm not too I'm there. Can't be there with a I'm butterfly face paint on you the side go, of your I, face. I could if I wanted to. I'm their age. It's not because I'm too old. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, yeah. That's true. I, I would like to go to Vietnam, actually. Whoa! My favourite country in the world. Sick. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I want to turn that question on you, actually. Where do you want to go? Oh my god! Wait, I I thought we were done with questions just, of me. Now I've got one go, more. Go. Just, just a I want to go. I want to go to New York. I was meant to go yeah. be going to New York, um, but then nice. we couldn't. So I, I want to go baby. to New York. New York's amazing. Yeah. I can't New wait York, amazing. the Big yeah. Apple. All right, question three. Oh Tresnay. my god! Oh, mm. I got one more. Big bloody time. You know, this is like a real anxious thing for me. Is this is my worst fear is being like not knowing what to ask. Yeah, good. In terms of questions. We like to keep you in a constant state of light anxiety. Mm. Control. Okay. Um, what's your favourite body part of your your body part? Oh, that's a good question. God. Uh, uh, this, it can be internal organs as well. <laughs> I really love my intestine. It's great. <laughs> uh, I'd probably say my... On my face, my eyes, because they're beautiful. They're almost green in some nights. And yeah. um, Emilio agrees. I wish I could see that. It's very blurry, the connection. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yes. <laughs> no, and then probably my my legs. Got beautiful legs, I've been told. Oh, okay. Legs up to my chin. Mm. Ooh, that sounds, <laughs> sounds strange. It's like a weird body shape. But that's just how I roll. No body shaming here. You look like a German racehorse, as you say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what about you, Hugo? I, I don't think oh, I have a fuck part. you come on get the love uh, up on, uh, honestly don't be so modest I'm yeah, not being modest. I've seen your dick it's great <laughs> uh, um, I don't know say eyes because what about that time when we was in LA and you went to a Starbucks and the woman behind the desk was like oh my god your eyes are incredible and wow. I was fuming that she didn't say it to me what about your knees? Yeah, yeah. Good knees. Solid good knees, knees, actually. Solid knee slide. Yeah. What about when someone in America also said you look like Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. Basketball diaries. Yeah. Like, but after, Great still film. on heroin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Deep yeah. in. Okay. On that bombshell, That's... let's leave it. Um, thank you very much, Amelia. We've got one last question for you. We ask all our guests this. Are you our new best friend now? I thought I was always your best friend. Exactly. Great answer. Nice and immediate. Big up. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. This is the outro. See you later. And good luck. Stay lucky, boy. Stay lucky, boy. Well, there you have it. How you feeling, man? Oh, I'm feeling like I want to go get some chicken. Am I right? Oh, yeah, man. She, it was amazing. Great episode. Really fun. This is the, one of the first times we've actually recorded the outro straight after the episode as well. So it's genuine. Yeah. Yes. That real energy. I can see the genuine beads of sweat on your head, boy. You were working. I was feeling yeah, that. Yeah. I was feeling I, your energy. I wish I was sweating. Yeah. Well, you can always go for a run. Probably need one. Yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> do some sort of exercise soon. Exactly. But yeah. So there we go. That was Amelia. And you can obviously check, check out all her chicken shop dates on yeah. YouTube. Um, you can check out a documentary about documentary. the Markles. Yeah, yeah. On, on on 4OD, her new cooking show as well. Vice, 
Vice, exactly. It's all there, man. She's about, she's about. That's what I'm saying. Big up, Amelia, and big you lot up, you dirty little shit munchers. Yaga. <laughs> See you later. See ya. Hey, yo! Will everyone shut the fuck up? I want to give a crazy, stupid, dope fly shout out to everyone involved in this podcast. No, fuck that. Who's the brain that produces this show, man? Man like Rupert Magending. And who's the audio editor? James Torrance, check it. house. Who's the video editor? Ha ha, James Lord. And who does all the uh, illustrations? It's Alice and the Ink. Mad on the visuals, bruh. Shout out all the posse down at ACAS Laboratory. Hip-hop, hip-hop. Am I right, hustler? You're not wrong, Playboy Valentino. 